Good morning, everybody, and welcome here to episode nine of the Hot Zone, and it's your favorite place to talk about everything going on in the Apex Legends competitive scene. My name is Yeso, your host as always, joined by my co-host Zephyr, and a special guest joining us here on the show today. It's our good friend Dia, back once again for all of us to take our lumps about our preseason predictions. Uh, gentlemen, good morning. Zephyr, we'll start with you. How you doing? my man happy thursday buddy happy thursday it's been busy guys this week has been exceptionally busy for me mm-hmm. and i am i'm very excited to kind of like it's like you've we've passed the hump day and now we're on like the down slope hill reference and it's like everything's kind of resolving <laughs> it's nice to be back at the hot zone shout out landscapes everywhere <laughs> shout, shout out hills <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about Chat you, loves uh, you, by the way. Yeso, I just want to... We have to... Yeah. Yeso's one of the sexiest motherfuckers. Damn, calm down. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Also, weird way to spell Dia. Agreed, Lennox. It's I with agree. a four at the end. I it's with a four. Agree. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dia, yeah. Dia, how are you, buddy? Welcome welcome back to the show. I, I Thank you. I'm, do, I'm doing pretty well. I... As you guys can tell from my setup, I don't know how we do this, but every time that I'm on the podcast, I'm just in California. Yeah. <laughs> so, Notably so, not I'm, at my place. Notably not yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I unfortunately not with me, uh, continues okay. to avoid me IRL. One day, mm. one day, one day. But then I don't even know how we do the box model cuz you you'd have a box and then I, I we would have to be in the same box. I would just sit in my lap and it would just be Yeso and Dia oh, on our lower third. I would be just little. I would be just little. It would be it would be adorable. It would yeah. be adorable. I I've been doing well. It's been uh it's been good. I've been hanging out with family and setting cool. myself up for the next year. So just like figuring out what equipment I need, what a good schedule is and I think things are looking good. I I, I will say yeah, so having not remembered what I predicted at the start of this season, okay. I think I probably nailed it. You I think, think you probably yeah. nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I because I don't I don't remember looking at the standings at the end of the season and going, Ooh, that that's crazy. So I'm pretty sure I nailed it. I will say I have looked I've looked at them all because I, I set them up all last night on for the stream. We all generally did pretty good. Like okay. I think, I think we all passed, but I did the uh, best. Some of us had some <laughs> really good predictions. Some of us had a really rough one or two. Uh, but we'll get it. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be clear. Furia finished, you know, first loser. You know, outside yeah, of the teams close. going. So mm-hmm. the Furia predictions are not as bad as they could have been. Mm-hmm. When you look at how they started the split. So, you know, okay. things to be said there. Uh, but first thing we are going to do on the show, folks, today, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we're going to hit on some news on the custom lobbies and more. A um, little bit of some stat stuff later. But the thing we wanted to start this podcast off with is uh, going back over our predictions from the start of the split. Last time we had Dia on the show before the start of split one. Uh, and we wanted to look back at our predictions and see how they hold up uh, compared to how the split ended up here. So uh, we'll start in EMEA, of course. We'll start with Group A, and I'll bring this up for all of you folks at home. You can see on the screen now each of our predictions. Pretty straightforward. I picked uh, KCP, Ascend, and Forge. It was KCP, Gaiman, Gladiators, and Ascend for Zephyr, uh, and then KCP, Forge, and Bitfix, 
gaming here uh, for these gentlemen. And these, uh, you know, were group specific and group standings overall don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It's really just the overall standings. But I did pull out the group specific standings. And of course, the top five from group A ended up uh, Ascend, KCP, Forge, Ember, Gaiman Gladiators, and of course, Ascend and KCP, the only two teams from that group heading to LAN. So, interestingly enough, I actually ended up with the best the, prediction here. You ended up perfect. Yes, yes, I ended up perfect. Wow. Not in terms of I, order. Uh, and then, right. of course, Dia with the with a kind of rough miss, <laughs> miss because Bitfix, uh, this was, I think, the worst group overall in EMEA because I think they had four or five teams in the bottom ten. Uh, mm. Bitfix being one of those. So uh, let's just let's talk a little bit about Group A. Also important to note, Dark Horse picks Dang. here. Uh, I had Heroes. Zephyr had High Peak. Uh, Dia had Ascend as their Dark Horse. Okay, okay. Which is a cheap blow. I mean, Ascend are clearly awesome, and they just they displayed that. I don't know why you put them as a Dark Horse, and I still don't get that. But you know, whatever. I, I would say I don't remember what I said at the time. <laughs> I, I would say a lot of teams you can defend them being a Dark Horse pick. It feels like I almost am hesitant to give you credit because it feels like Ascend should have been in your top three. Yeah. A lot of them, I'd be like, "Hey, you, you know, your dark horse ended up top three. Like that was a good pick." But a sentence, like, good. "Come on, you should." Okay, have well, known we, we we have to we have to pull up the vase here because because I mean, okay, what is it? What did I, I had KCP, <laughs> KCP Forge and Bitfix Gaming. Well, obviously Bitfix Gaming was going to crush, but who else did I think was going to do well here? Uh, <laughs> and for clarity, right? I think in, in multiple fronts, the worst group in in EMEA. Only two teams of the 10 going to land. And I think, uh, uh, like I said, four or five in that bottom 10. So this is really uh, a, a very divided group on this front. Yeah, I don't know why I said was my dark horse. Looking at the group right now, I, I can't remember why I did that. <laughs> No I think it's because I, I think it's because I wanted to put Bitfix Gaming in my top three and not as a dark horse, mm-hmm. so I just had to swap them because I thought that of the teams that would be in top three, Ascend would be third, if anything. Okay, I can't believe you put Forge over them. Wait, Forge is good. All right, what? Forge what over about? Ascend is a different question than is Forge is good. I I don't I don't. I don't think so. I because because well, is, guess what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Because because like Forge has has like a con, not consistent. Forge have a character of play that I think is separate from how their IGL is dealing with life in the game. And I think if Kashera has a bad read on the meta, Ascend suck. Okay. No. No. Fair point there. So uh, <laughs> I get the I get the big W for Group A. A uh, little bit of a miss from Zephyr, but still, I, I would say overall good. Gaiman Reason- Gladiators. With reasonable a, miss. Reasonable miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaiman Gladiators <laughs> with a, a split that I would say is below expectations for a lot of people. I think yeah. a lot of people had a lot of confidence in that team, and they didn't play as well as they would have expected. But overall, the only real miss here is is the Bitfix pick from, from Dia. That yes. one, unfortunately, does not pan out as he would have hoped. Don't worry, it is not the only L that somebody on this podcast is going to take today in terms of their predictions. Let's go to group B. Yeah, here. you fat fuck meatball. Whoa, hey, Jesus. 
Yeah, and of course, of course, he says that to Dia, hundred percent, the definitely heaviest dude on this podcast. Hundred percent. I don't know. Ho- holiday weight hits different. Holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, group B, Alliance Element Six Navi for me. Element Six Vex Gaming. Alliance for Zephyr, Vexed, Horizon Union, and Element 6 for Dia. Uh, our Dark Horse picks, I had IG. Uh, Zephyr with EKO. Definitely one of the roughest oh. Dark Horse picks uh, of the split. And then Game of Drones that got hit uh, hard. for Dia. For reference for the folks at home, top five from Group E. Vexed Gaming, Alliance, IG, Element 6, Horizon Union. Those first four hmm. going to land. Feels like we all had... Uh, I, I would say I had the worst take on this group. Having IG as a dark horse, pretty good for me. High on Alliance. I wasn't on the Vex gaming train uh, at the start of the split. God knows I was on it very quickly because they were very impressive this split. And of course, they finished really damn well. Navi didn't really get it done. They had, they definitely had a down split, but uh, both of you and even you know Horizon Union, that last team in that top five, uh, not a terrible pick on the side of Dia. What are you guys' kind of thoughts overall when you look at Group B? Uh, oh, it, Perdition. It, Thank you, chat. Yeah, chat, we're we're doing our predictions right now. Perdition. Uh, what does that mean? Hold on. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Perdition is a word, probably. Thank it, you, it's like a place, isn't it? Or like a... <sighs> perdition. Yeah, a state of eternal punishment and damnation. Yeah, and it's definitely it's per, perdition, right? P-E-R-D-I-T-I-O-R. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I think the biggest thing here is this group specifically should be a comparison, like a like a, a like a lesson in preseason expectations and then actual split play, mm-hmm. because all three of us had extremely high hopes for Element Six. Um, mm-hmm. If we look back specifically at what was you know the scrims and tournaments leading up to it, E6 had a like super read on the meta slayers had just gotten off i think being like the number one predator in the world mm-hmm. like there was there was definitely a point where i mean and then on top of that they were like changing things up with lifeline that kind of gave us a little bit of an interest in terms of like what they were kind of bringing to the table in comparison to their competitors and the thing was i mean we look back at the start of the season it wasn't super far off they start off really, really strong, have a heavy dip during their second round-robin phase, and then they kind of come back, right? It keeps them in a playoffs position, sure. but it wasn't like the dominant E6 kind of picture we were all painting. And I think that's the biggest flub from us on this group. E6 was not as dominant as we had expected. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely feels like when you look back at the season that they had, they definitely didn't deserve to be the the universal team in all of our predictions from this group, right? It no. it should have been Vexed, uh, or you know, uh, or Alliance, right? Should have been in all three of ours with the way that they Somewhere. played. But uh, ultimately, E six is going to land. They got it done. Uh, and their, you know, their first split continues, and they get to go compete internationally. So we'll have to see if they can kind of. They just they just got to build off of you know a couple of all right results as of late. They started the season really good with that second place finish on day one behind KCP. They need to return to that kind of form going to land. 
I, I, I think E6 is also in the same boat as uh, Ascend, where it's, it's very dependent on how their IGL sure. wants to play the game. And yeah, I, this, this season, I mean, maybe just not treating Swinny the best. Please don't kill me, Swinny. <laughs> he watches this, by the way. Yeah, he, he actually hundred percent watches this podcast. By the way, shout yeah. out Swinny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, uh, root, rooting for E six. I would love for Zephyr to have a good reason to rock his E six jersey throughout exactly. playoffs. I'm, and I'm I likely happy. will. Yeah, uh, they do change things up here at the very, very end, uh, going uh, like to Amphi here mm-hmm. in their final day, and that's going to have its impacts. And hey, Liffin is now playing for. Uh, FUT, if you guys saw that announcement here hey, uh, very recently. Yeah, Ko- <laughs> Kohai, no longer part of that roster. So definitely some key players on E6. I just think, you know, wasn't quite as... as, as... They were successful. Let's not get it wrong. E6 were successful. It was just... Yeah. Uh, I... Go ahead, Dia. Tangential question, speaking of successful. Yep. In any game of Apex, we got 20 teams, right? In, in, in our groups... Yeah. I don't know things that there are less. Is top half a win to you guys? Like what is a 15? win in what is a win in Apex Legends or in uh, in comp? Def- I mean, what do you mean by win here? Like, like I, well, I know you no, obviously don't mean first, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't mean first, but you know, like if you get second every game for six games, you won. That's you, a good fucking day. Yeah, well, exactly. But you know, yeah. you never, you never won a game, right? Or if you finish second, if you finish in second place for four tournaments in a row, you also never won. And so, what, what is, what is winning to you guys? I think we can agree that top five is is a win. Is top ten a win? I personally believe if you're top fifteen in an ALGS split, it was a good season. If you're top five and above, it, you are the dominant competitor in your region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that question very much depends on the the what's what's the time frame, right? Are we talking is top ten a win in a singular game? No. no. Is top ten uh, a, a win overall on a day? Maybe. It's okay. Qualifiers mm-hmm. potentially yeah, would like, be a win, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, is it top ten on land? That's mm-hmm. that's a double. Yeah. That's, top that's ten at champs is huge. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the context certainly uh, depends, but I definitely would say more often than not, I'm definitely going to narrow that a little bit. It's going to be like top six, top eight is really where you're, you you kind of want to focus in, and those are the teams that really got it done uh, okay. in a, in a majority of those contexts. So uh, okay. let's go to the final group in EMEA, and quite possibly the biggest singular misses of our predictions across both regions uh i had scars fut and fire beavers fire beavers major pushers and lacite de france uh for zephyr and then scars vzd and high society for dia uh important to note uh dark horses for us high society for me scars slash vzd for zephyr dia had fire beavers just Gosh. for clarity, top five group C, Aurora, Fire Beavers, VZN, Game Ward, Totem Esports. Nobody touched the Game Ward. Nobody yeah, touched yeah, Totem I did. Esports. Nobody touched uh Yeso, yeah, uh, Yeso. Yeah, Else Lacite de France became Game Ward. Oh, that's right. Sorry. 
Yeah. I there's too many teams to keep track of. Major pushers became Aurora. Lasita France yeah. became Game Ward. I'm the fucking goat. Yeah, you All are right. good. We <laughs> rest in peace. There's too many teams for me to keep track of across Let's these go! regions. <laughs> yes, Let's you are go! correct. I forgot about that. Uh, the shows so I know you, yeah. <laughs> big big W's uh, for Zephyr. Uh, huge L's for for Dia and I. Scars. Biggest uh, biggest like you know, shit their pants split of any team probably in competitive Apex Legends this year. Uh, they did not get it done. Uh, Fire Beavers, though, feeling pretty good about that one, of course, because they won the regional. Mm -hmm. uh, Zephyr, would you like your, your little victory lap? Anything yes. to say? Go for it. I was more shocked that Fire Beavers didn't perform to the point where we're talking not only about their, like, they won land, their finals, but they mm -hmm. also won the split. That actually was Aurora, which I put in second. I think Firebivers had a rough start, and obviously yep. that had its impacts. Uh, I'm very surprised that my game word prediction came true even in a slight fashion for this group. Yep. But it just shows I'm the fucking goat. And then even, even my VZD slash VZN Dark Horse made its way through. And what I said about Scars even came true. I put them as Dark Horse because like if they find their... Because it works, but if they don't, they're just gonna shit the bed. It all came true. This is why, if it's Emiya, you listen to me. Me. Sure. All right, go ahead. You guys can discuss your failures. Dia, now. get in there. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with VZD. Uh, high society. Fair. I uh, I I think that they could have done better, even seeing the group as it is now. Hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'm not too upset about it. Uh, I do feel really bad about Scars. That was, that was unfortunate. And VZD would have done better if they stayed VZD, even though they're still are good. <laughs> they, yeah. they still did damn well for a preseason qualifier team. Yeah. They would have done better. They're fucking, yeah. they're, they're in the, <laughs> in the schmicks. Yeah, I definitely took the big L on Scars. And, uh, I will say credit to Zephyr, because... I, Zephyr was pretty uh, aggressive. Like he gave them the the kind of like token dark horse pick, but Zephyr was definitely in like our conversations off stream around these picks. Zephyr was definitely not high on scars, and if memory serves, he was very much like, "How do you and Dia both have scars that high?" Yeah, because uh, I think I think Dia, I think both you and I were both pretty adamantly like, "No, scars is our first place pick." in this group like they're not just top three like we think they're uh the best in this group and zephyr was like y'all are y'all are fucking high and he was he was right a big miss on scars hopefully you know i don't know i guess i i guess you know i can hope that they figure things out and can come back for next split and get something done uh not holding I get my it. breath not holding my breath on that front because they roster like changes are so. necessary for scars right I now agree. in my opinion i'm trying to, to. figure out when we made these predictions relative to scars being um scars had been decided already okay. scars okay. scars was fully announced to be hiraka uh, jerovic and taishin at this point because mm -hmm. this was <laughs> yeah, right okay. before the split started oh that's right that's right like the week of the start of the split if i yeah. remember correctly yeah so. I, I i mean honestly like just on paper i still am surprised that they I'm not. did as poorly as they did <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The Archon Tachin on a roster. I think I think I yeah, I think we had some good stuff. Alright. 
is it time to take our lumps in a region that I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, let's go to North America. Why don't we? Uh, <laughs> let's talk Group A from North America. I had NRG, Dark Zero, and Complexity. Uh, Zephyr with the NRG, Team Liquid, of course, now Xset and uh, Dark Zero pick. NRG, Dark Zero, TL uh, for Dia. Dark Horse picks here for Clarity. Uh, I had TL. Zephyr had G2, and Dia oh. had CLG. Top five from Group A at the end of the split. Xset, Energy, Dark Zero, the three going to land. Then Complexity and MPS. So two of the Dark Horses finish outside of the top five. Of course, Complexity just outside uh, of okay. playoffs in North America. And uh, I definitely... <clears throat> I, I mean, I definitely deserve, and I've already like admitted it on the show yeah, multiple times that I times. I missed on the TL exit prediction. I was very clear that I was not high on them going into the split, and they were uh, pretty clearly, other than TSM, the best team in North America. It really isn't much of a conversation there, uh, and uh, they're gonna be. I'm hoping they're really gonna be good on land. I really want to yeah. see this this liquid team deliver <clears throat> on the play that they've had throughout this split in North America. Honestly, these predictions were not bad at all. No. I don't no. think I think the dark horses may have been like the one like kind of like, oh, that wasn't as great, but we were all pretty much right on the money. Mm -hmm. Like I think if we look back, like once again, this is a situation where like with E6 we had a much more dominant thought process for some of these teams nrg being the like oh they're about to fucking go ham and True. like it, it was it was kind of one of those moments that we were all just like they're that good they're gonna finish first they're gonna be great i'm gonna mm -hmm. put them in my top five on my weekly review for three weeks straight and get flamed on reddit <laughs> just like completely <laughs> but like that's they still did well but they didn't do that well even though like we kind of still got it right i want to make that clear we did get that wrong yeah mm -hmm. nrg did well <laughs> <laughs> well uh, for our audio only yeah. listeners dia getting real cozy with his mic yeah uh i am oh, God. vindictive but uh yeah, I, I, I think that th this one, of all the teams that I had in my predictions, Dark Zero made me sweat the most. Yes. Um, they made everyone sweat, dude. Yeah, Z Zephyr and I were talking about this a little bit uh, before the show, but it, like even now, the, the fact that they, they made top 10, still I think you could swap out um, yeah. and, and still have a similar caliber of lobby that you're going to have at at LAN. I don't think they're I don't think they're in a bad spot. This was their first split here. Mm -hmm. They I'm sure we're going through a lot of things not just in lobbies yeah. but in life. Ultimately, uh Dark Zero still very spooky. Uh and I based on their performance this split think I think they should do better in split two because I think their ceiling is Dude, a lot higher than the split was. I don't even. I'm not even predicting split two right now because season sixteen is going to come out and that changes everything. That'll change things. Yeah. The the groups will change too, which yeah. could yeah. could help or hurt there's a whole lot of well. stuff. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of changes to come through that'll affect what we see from Dark Zero in the next split. But I I don't think it's unreasonable to say that they. I mean, of course, they have a lot of room for improvement based on the way that they played this split. And I don't think it's crazy to be like, yep, I think that 
you know, a lot of the adjustments for the team coming to North America, playing in these uh, higher level lobbies more consistently could have uh, affected their play a little bit. And they, you know, you could see an improvement from them. I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibility, but there's still some things that need to be kind of sorted out before we get there that may change what we see from yeah. split two. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an interesting story to follow on that front. But let's jump to Group B. Uh, my picks, TSM, Atlanta Premier, and Furia. Uh, Zephyr with Furia, TSM, Atlanta Premier as well. Esports Arena, TSM, and Atlanta Premier. For the Dark Horse nice. picks here for us. Me and Zephyr both had ESA. Uh, and Dia with the season pick top five from Group B, TSM. ESA, H-E-C, of course, formerly Atlanta Premier, Furia, and Season. This is a group pretty much nobody missed on. Of course, Furia ends up being the odd man out with that first team not making yeah. it to land, uh, which hits Zephyr and I there, but we both had the ESA Dark Horse pick. It feels like everybody had a pretty good finger on the pulse here, and even Season uh, being that one team to get uh, that last team inside of the top five, and it feels like Dia with a little bit of the omniscience not putting any stock in Furia going into the split, and they do miss out on playoffs. That that makes me feel good. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I I I, I love the lads on Furia, Furia, and uh, I, <laughs> and uh, I mean all, all the best to them. But I, I I'm glad to see that paying off, and in the teams that I picked being the ones that I thought were going to. Have a more methodical approach to to the game. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I, I think, in retrospect, pretty happy with the SZN Dark Horse pick because I sure would have liked to put them higher. Um, but I think over the course of the season, I mean, they, they demonstrated multiple times that they had these crazy high ceilings and then like nothing for four games and. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious about that roster because someone's got to change if they want to make a big splash. Yeah, right. Like, who's that new third gonna be yeah, for well, that team know. with them parting ways with Kenny? Another team that we're we're curious about a new third for will be, and we'll talk about them a little bit more later. But Phase, they play. They did play with uh, Naughty. Naughty. Night, they played with so. Naughty. How did they win? No, that was the guard. Who? How'd they do? Phase was. Eh. Uh, average, mm -hmm. yeah. They okay. didn't it changed landing right. spots too, right? They're down beast now. Yeah, down beast yes. and uh... Chrono, Chrono. Yeah, <laughs> go to Chrono's Twitter. Chrono announced. Chrono, Chrono announced yeah. on his Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but overall, thermal, thermal station. Thank it you, felt Chad. like we we had our finger on the pulse here, and yeah. uh, you know, I think it worked out. Nobody was on the C nine train. That was a good pick. Uh, nobody was on the tripods train. That was a good pick. I think the biggest surprise here, we didn't really talk about them a lot, and this is this is a pretty top-heavy group when you look at the, uh, the mm -hmm. wealth of experience in that top five and how talented those teams are. But uh, we didn't talk about E8 a lot, and then they, of course, ended up being the worst team in this group. And I would say, I think for a lot of people, one of the biggest surprises, because that's a team that did go to LAN, where are you guys on element a uh, on on e8's uh element eight yeah. nice. uh where are you guys on uh, elevates split here because i honestly wasn't am not surprising. that surprised 
I mean, I did. I didn't think that they were going to be top three. I thought they might break into top five at the start of the split, but I, 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 I don't know what's going. On. I haven't talked to the players about it. I, I haven't, I, like, yeah. I, I having not spoken to them and, and not having inside information, just listening to their comms in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they were a team that I like had on my radar. Where I was going, oh, this is going unusually poorly. Let's start tune in and see what this is about. They are not talking to each other, and I I don't know I don't know what that is. I don't know if yeah. if it's that they were low enough that they just didn't think that they could do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're having interpersonal problems. But E8's comms are as of the last couple weeks of the split, some of the worst comms in Apex right now. Okay. And it's it's very concerning um, because I, I think that individually they're talented. They remind me of you remember when Charlotte Phoenix was a roster. Mm-hmm. Which they one? remind me a lot hey, Bowser, of. Enough, Krieg, Bowser, enough, another roster that had mercy only. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think that they they play in a very similar way, and maybe to your point, that is that does have to do with the way that Mercy likes to play the game, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I mean, d- during the last part of the split, they just fell apart. They weren't a really good defensive team. They didn't have that consistency that the Charlotte Phoenix roster uh, had. Even they had last split, and I, I don't know where these guys went. I, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't have my highest hopes for them from the get-go, so I guess it wasn't super surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, mighty is the hammer that strikes. You come off of champs, and that's expectations. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a team that still to this day is heavily debated due to the format of last chance qualifiers. Got in, you know, strike of midnight, uh, managed to kind of come out to champs and have a, a, a chance to go to champs. Mm-hmm. And the results afterwards have been kind of where we all were at, I guess. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have had them this low. Yeah. I, I would have looked at Elevate and been like, okay, this is a team that's probably fighting to avoid relegation, probably battling for that, like, 20th to 23rd neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, but they they just didn't get it done this split. And they, they very specifically laid an egg with a, a zero-point, you know, standings points performance in their last day of the split, which is huge when you consider they were 14 points from tying for 22nd which is not like that's a good amount of points they would have had to have had a solid day but uh they did not have a single double digit point performance in terms of standing points this split not Mm -hmm. once so Mm -hmm. uh elevate's got to figure things out of course they did end up parting ways with mercy only they've still got presley and golden uh as of now and we'll have to see who did they bring in what can they do in uh in qualifiers for split two and uh, do they give themselves another, you know, a chance for redemption in split two? And we'll have to, we'll have to find we'll out. Did you have something you wanted to add, Zephyr? No, no, no. I'm just starting to take a look at this next group and how badly, let's badly, badly I did. Uh, yeah. Let's talk group C. I had optic, oh the guard, hundred thieves, uh, Zephyr with space station optic and phase clan deal with the guard optic and luminosity dark horse picks uh i had luminosity zephyr had the guard dia with first attempt so uh we all missed on the optic front they finished 13th overall 10 points out of a playoff spot uh of course uh, a team that really had an up and down split and didn't perform to expectations but 
we all had some really good picks here. Hunter Thieves actually ended up finishing strong for me. Uh, the guard pick from both Dia and I worked out really well because they were one of the most consistent teams this one split. Top three? Yeah. SSG, a great pick here from Zephyr because, of course, top five from Group C. Uh, the guard, LG, Hunter Thieves, SSG. And Optic does end up in fifth, but I would still say that's a miss from all of us because they were nowhere near as good as we expected. No. Um <laughs> But the FaZe Clan pick, definitely a rough one here uh, for Zephyr. They do finish sixth in the group. An understandable selection at the start of the at the start of the split, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I, objectively I, I speaking, I think we're underselling how badly I flubbed this one because, I mean, outside <laughs> of kind of handing a nice bone over to the guard on my Dark Horse pick, Yeah. I mean, I miss... All three of the top three, at least with, I think, every single other prediction thus far, I was able to grasp at least one or two of the teams, sometimes even three, within that top three range. Mm -hmm. This group, I didn't get a single one. Not a single pick within the top three existed within my initial predictions here. That is fair. Um, not to say, like, Space Station or Optic just did horribly. I mean, you make mention that they literally finish fourth and fifth respectively only a handful of points behind space station even on their way to playoffs here yep. right but still very very different discussion especially when we look up towards especially luminosity and the guard who had very a very good season yeah so props to I, I i i i did, I did feel pretty good about that they <laughs> I, I i think that similar to uh to the esports arena group that we talked about it was the esports arena atlanta premier tsm yep yeah um the, the these uh garden luminosity i'm actually very surprised that optic didn't make it for this reason are are all teams that i again i think approach the game a lot more flexible um mm-hmm <laughs> What is the word I'm looking for? In a, in, in, in a very methodical, that was the word that I used then, in a very methodical way. Yeah. Uh, and even looking at Optic uh, when compared to SZN, uh, who I think that they, in terms of standings, are relatively comparable, um, at least within their group. Sure. I still... I, I'm, not, I'm not looking at Optic and going, something really needs to change. I think it's just time um, for them, because they still especially towards the end of the season didn't look absolutely terrible it wasn't the optic that we expected but mm -hmm. i think i think they'll be fine and i'm really really happy with the uh with the guard i expected luminosity to do well just the start of the season uh the guard obviously we we all know i'm i'm very much a fan of the guard zephyr makes fun of me for it all the time mm -hmm. but i was happy with the way that it turned out for them especially against other groups and the top teams from those groups their zone play actually i mean has taken a massive leap up since we saw them in last split and yes. they they were going to finish near the top of their group. I didn't know whether whether they were going to finish near the top of the overall leaderboards, and oh my god, like it was not even close. The guard were really fucking good this split. They had a couple of off days, uh, but mm. two two you know single day wins under their belt. They showed up with a you know a solid showing in the regional final. I think you know maybe rightfully so. People were going you know, oh, Rambo's big performance, was that 
did that have more to do with him or more to do with the teammates he was playing with when Nasky uh, and and Dell at champs? And I think uh, that Rambo has rightfully proven that he deserves his roses from his performance at champs uh, and what he has done with the guard this split. I mean, I think he finished as the the top slayer in North America uh, <laughs> at, at the end of this split. So Rambo is truly a top talent in competitive Apex Legends, and people need to watch the fuck out for this team on LAN. And, and, and if I can add to that, I mean, uh, Rambo is incredible. And like you said, absolutely top talent. One of my favorite things about the guard this split is that I don't feel like he's carrying them. Like, I, I, I think that he's doing really well, but Arkane and Keon are absolutely pulling weight, and not just that, and making plays on their own. Rambo, um, especially, especially last split... Um, would have a couple of moments where he would have a play in mind and he would sort of get split from the rest of the team because they weren't quite on the same page. And it wasn't it, it wasn't terrible. It was just so clearly you have one player thinking one thing, the other player's thinking something else. And and if things would go well it, more often than not, it, it, was, it was because Rambo was able to make something happen or somehow Arcan and Yuris were able to salvage the situation. Yeah. And... Uh, I think that the way that RKN is approaching IGLing this split has allowed Rambo to really take control in moments where he feels like there is this god play, and he's opened up RKN as that space for Keon as well to make this team really run like a well-oiled machine. Uh, I think they're holistically really good, and I never feel like, to, to speak to the Rambo point that I started with, that one person is just stepping way out ahead of the team and making the plays by themselves. Everyone is just... I'm fanboying, but you you understand what I'm saying. Uh, so I, I have to I have to kind of prompt this. I mm. think coming into the split, we all would have said that Gildersons was going to be the best move of the offseason by any team in North America. Mm. At the end of the split, is it Keon? Because I think no. that. No, you don't think so? Because like, I like. Granted, I still think like the the big players for this team still are Rambo and RKN. Uh, and, mm -hmm. But Keon is a guy who came in with, I, I, if I remember correctly, not a ton of like competitive experience, not a ton of top level uh, play, and has come in and has gelled with this roster. Has basically allowed the guard to not miss a beat whatsoever. They finish as a top three team in the split, the best team in their group. Mm -hmm. uh, what what argument, I, I guess I would wonder, Zephyr, do you have against that being the best move in, of the offseason for North America? It was Sykes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, That's fair. It was Sykes. Yeah. That's the, the I mean not saying it was a bad move. It's no, just no, there no. was there was a move that was way more impactful and showed sure. m m much greater results and it was Sykes. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I, I would yeah, find I, I, I would find it hard pressed to find another switch that held as much of an impact from a region, maybe other than potentially Oiren and Lufka over in the EMEA side of things, mm -hmm. respectively yeah, I, I, for both of their teams. I, I think that Keon was a really good move, but he was a really good move for the guard. Like I, I like just just sort of thinking about it. If Keon is gone, he doesn't exist anymore. I don't know who fills that spot in, on, for the guard. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think he's a really unique pick in that way. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, to, to to Zephyr's points and even to the Gildersons' argument, um, I think that they come in as 
uh, Sykes and Gildersons, people who do their job ridiculously well and can slot in on any team. Sure. And I don't, I mean, and I don't think yet that the same is true of Keon. And that is not a bash on him. I think that Keon is incredible, but he's incredible in that environment. I mean, I would Let's... say that I, I think Zephyr makes a good point about Sykes. I don't know that that necessarily, like, I'm not arguing that Keon is the best player to have been picked. No. Up during the yeah, offseason. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that I think that's kind of a, a different argument there. Uh, and I, I, I do think you make a right point there, right? Where like a Sykes or a Gildersons can maybe flourish in more rosters and Keon found the right team in the right spot for him. But I do th- mm-hmm. I do think Zephyr makes a, a, a great point that the Sykes might be uh, pretty pretty definitively that best move because a uh, big mm-hmm. part of excess success. And I and I will say I think not to diminish how important Keon was to what the guard did, uh, but really was kind of filling a role and just allowing to to be that guy that gels with what they're kind of already doing there and allows just Rambo and Arcane to keep going. Uh, but I think Sykes mm-hmm. definitely kind of sets the tone for that exit roster. So I think that's a good point from Zephyr. Yeah, Keon's just just to sort of continue on that. Keon's yep. mechanics are still top tier. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but what makes him the best for the guard is who he is as a person um and not and not his abilities if that makes sense okay i, th- well, I think i, I think will you admit could, like... one thing on it i do think that you can throw i think like in terms of expectations of putting someone on a roster and then the results that they garnered i think keon had the most explosive success as a new third in comparison mm-hmm. to my opinions looking at Sykes or, say, Gildersons. Mm-hmm. They both had yeah. histories. They both had backgrounds where it made me feel very confident that they were going to rock up just as confidently. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they have they have a, a, a wealth of experience that kind of gave way to that. It was definitely a situation where Keon kind of had to ante up uh, as this new third going along RKN and Rambo, and he did that. And I think that should be praised in itself. And especially as we make our way through LAN and, and we see how things go with playoffs, if the guard does exceptionally well there, I, I mean, I, I think it, it it's definitely, at that point, even more of a incredible. Yeah. I, I, I want to make a sports reference, and I can't because I don't watch sports. Oh. But. Then but... what reference are you going to make? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's an oxymoron. It, 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 it it'd be it'd be like if I was putting together a show uh-huh. and I cast Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch is like the like the Gildersons of the Sykes, you know? He's he's like just re- yeah, ridiculously good at his job and every, and everybody knows it. Okay. And 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 that's comparing it with somebody like uh oh, yeah. Um I'll get there. I'll get there. Ah, Natalie Dormer. <laughs> right? Na- na- it's hard na- to think na- of an Natalie actor Dormer. you just don't know, I guess. No, no, no. no. Na- 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 Natalie Dormer, right? Like, okay. na- Natalie Dormer is a good actress. Everybody knows she's a good actress, but she's really good in the specific in the specific roles that you play. No- nobody's ever, like, watching something and go, oh, my God, Natalie Dormer's carrying this show. They're like, oh, Natalie Dormer's the perfect cast for this bit. Whereas you can put Benedict Cumberbatch in anything and people will watch it because it's just Benedict Cumberbatch. So, like, what? This is the second time he's brought up Natalie Dormer. Uh... He has a we're gonna move on. <laughs> this is the that is our the review week. of the predictions. Uh, I think I would have said that Zephyr won, 
but his kind of like big win and big L kind of even out. They cancel I, I, out, yeah, I would say. So I, I feel like overall, I think we, we are all, all pretty were spot pretty on. close, and I think we all had mm-hmm. pretty good predictions generally. Uh, so you know, everybody feel free, pat yourselves on the back. Uh, of course, we'll do you know prior to split two, we'll probably have Dia on again. We'll do predictions once again, uh, and we'll talk through it all. But then I'll be in my house this time. Yes. <laughs> Let's home. make it bigger. Let's get Tom. We'll Let's get Tom and D at the same <laughs> yes. time. That is that yeah, is doable. Let's do a we four, can do let's that. Do a four feet. Uh, it's quiz time, folks. We're gonna play a little game here with some of the the team stats from this split in EMEA and North America. I have got ten questions, and I'm you guys gonna... in chat, you play too. <laughs> yes, and yes, you play too. I'm gonna be posing some questions to Zephyr. Uh, and Dia here. Uh, they are going to be giving me their answers. Feel free to give me their uh, your own. There are 10 questions, so drop your answers in chat. Keep score. Uh, no cheating off of the Apex Legends Liquipedia. That is not okay. allowed. Uh, we're going to start with EMEA here, uh, and we're just going to run through it, gents. So I hope you study how up. Do These we, are, again, how do all we... team-centric stats. This is not multiple choice. I'm going to give you a stat. You're going to tell me which team it's about, okay? Do we just answer it? Yeah, feel free. Okay. Feel free. Y'all can, mm-hmm. and y'all can give the same answer. It's totally acceptable. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> uh, I'm s- sweating. This team won, and this is a pretty easy one to start, this team won nine games overall this split, 18 top three finishes in a total of 43 games. Ascend. Dia? Liquid. No, uh, this for is EMEA. EMEA. EMEA first. EMEA. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize. Sorry, sorry. Can can you reread me the question? This team won nine games. This split had eighteen top three finishes in forty three games. In EMEA, they won nine games. They won nine Ascend. games, and they had eighteen top three finishes. Ascend. <laughs> when you said ascend, Zephyr, yeah, you can sit, pick the same answer or not. Uh, I'm gonna go Fire Beavers. It is Ascend. Okay, good job, good job, Zephyr. The most, yeah, the most uh, game wins this split. Nine first place, two second place, seven. All right, uh, third place there for them. Uh, question two: uh, Which team in the top ten had the highest percentage of their points coming from kills? It was sixty-six percent. Vexed. Zephyr says vexed. Dia. Yeah, I think I think it's vexed. It it's is vexed. Gaming. They had they were to be clear the only team with two hundred plus kills uh, in EMEA yep. was split with two hundred and eleven. Tyler with the most one. kills in the region. It was it was not even close. Yeah, Vex crushed it. Uh, this team is the only team in the top 10 this split in EMEA that finished with essentially a 50-50 split between placement and kill points. Alliance. So Sorry, they're the only team in the top 10 that finished with a 50-50 split? Essentially. It is not a perfect 50-50, but it is essentially the only one that would, that would mathematically play out to a 50-50. Okay. Except for some Alliance. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's Alliance. Um, Pioneers? It is Alliance. They had 188 oh. points from placement, 190 from kills. 
Wow. So essentially yeah. the only one with that uh, line starts straight middling. How did you know that, Zephyr? <laughs> I might spend... I didn't know we were doing this today, but I spend an inordinate amount of time looking at stats <laughs> occasionally. Wow. So I have, I have a... I, I, like, I don't definitely memorize these things, but I definitely kind of remember pieces of some of this stuff. Okay. So mm -hmm. we already talked about the team that had the highest percentage of their points from kills. Uh, yep. Which team had the highest percentage of their points in the top 10 coming from placement points at 55%? From an EMEA as a whole? EMEA in the top 10. In the top 10. Oh, top 10. Which top 10 um, team had the highest percentage of their points coming from placement points? And it was 55%. Uh, I want to say element 6, I'm, but it I'm gonna, might be KCP. I'm gonna, oh, wow. Okay, I'm just going to go IG. I think it's E6. It is IG. Oh, okay. IG with 55%. If you remember, uh, I think it was on the last wow. day of the regular split, uh, uh, Gasket talking about how IG, you know, when they make, they like win, what was it, like 33% of the games that they make top 10 in. Mm -hmm. And you said like it's, it's actually 55 was the highest? Uh, yes, the highest. In top 10? In top 10, right? It gets okay. higher when you okay. get outside of top 10. Horizon yep. Union had 62%. Uh, LFO. Okay. Uh, LFO forever. 61. Yeah. But in the top 10, that was the that was the highest. Makes sense. Uh, last one here for EMA. By the way, it's three points Zephyr, two points for Dia. Uh, this team only had three finishes inside of the top three for their games this split all three of those top three finishes were wins what team was that anyone in EMEA? In anyone EMEA, in one team in the top 10 only finished top okay. three in three games the entire split and all three of them were wins what team is that I have to go with VZN. Okay. Uh, I guess if you're going VZN, I will take Game Ward. Yeah. Game Ward or VZN? Do you mm -hmm. got it? It was Game, game Ward. Ward. Okay. Yeah. Three top three finishes. All three of them wins. That's it for the entire <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. Mm -hmm. That's 40. And there are top three games of play. Yeah. Does trivia give no one else anxiety? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's crazy. That is a crazy statistic, though. To finish top ten, mm -hmm. you only Dude, place top three. It stood three out to times. me. I was like, "That's that's fucking nuts." Yeah, that that's awesome. 50, 56 games that you played. Forty-three. Forty-two. Played six. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you played. They played seven the, games in the finals. So yeah. Forty-three. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Mm -hmm. 43. Yep. 43 games. Wow, that is crazy. Three top three finishes in 43 games. All of them wins, and they made playoffs. That's, I mean, I get it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, okay. okay, let's go North America. You guys are tied at three. All right. We're, we're dead even. Zero. Zero for zero. Oh, let's get it started. I am with five questions to go. Terrible. Dia, I need you to take a deep breath here. Okay. Uh, All right, give it to me. This team... Mm -hmm. Had 24 top five finishes in 41 games this split in North America. Okay. Um, this team had 24 uh, top five finishes in 41 games this split. 
I will go with the guard. I'll go with X set. It is the guard. It is crap. correct. All right. Uh, this team won the most games this split at seven, but they only finished top three in eight games. What team is this? Wait, sorry. Repeat the question, please. This team won the most games in North America this split at seven. Mm -hmm. they, but they only made top three in eight games. What team? So you're telling me they made first in seven out of their eight? Yes. Yeah. Their, yeah. Only, their only other top three finish was a third place finish. What team? I'll go with Luminosity. Yeah. Okay. Zephyr? TSM. TSM. You're both wrong. It was NRG. NRG uh, won the most yeah. games this split, and it was seven sense. of the eight top three finishes that they had. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, we talked about Vexed in EMEA as the only team with 200-plus kills uh, this split. Uh, which team in North America was the only team to achieve the 200-kill mark or better? Uh, for clarity, they had 29 more kills than second place. They had twenty nine more. Okay, okay, okay. TSM. Um. Dia. I'm gonna go with. Exa. It is TSM. TSM okay. had two hundred one kills overall, twenty nine yeah. more than second place. Esports Arena. Oh wow! Uh, wow, Esports Arena is second place. I did not expect that. All right. This is a, a tougher question. I need two teams here. These mm. two teams tied for the most top three finishes in games this split with 13 apiece. I need two teams here. TSM and Exa. Tied for the most appearances in the top three? Yes. Um, I will go with... Am I dragging this game down? Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I'm going to go with Esports Arena and The Guard. It is X-Set and uh -huh. 100 Thieves, actually. 100 Thieves? 100 Thieves. Yeah, I 100 see that. 100 Thieves with two wins, six second place finishes, and five third place. Uh, TSM was one behind. TSM had 12 okay top three so you were close i was, I was on the money mm -hmm. but we're going to the last question tied at four i'm at 4.5 okay. you have four points uh all right last okay. question this team had the highest percentage of their points from kills in the top 10 at 56 percent Highest percentage of their points from kills. Correct. 56% in the top 10. I'm going to go with not them. Uh, and not them. And not them. Zephyr stumped on this one. I'm going to go with... I'll go eSports Arena. Okay. Base yeah. Station Gaming. 
Zephyr takes the W. It is Esports oh. Arena at 56%. Oh. TSM just behind them. Uh, oh. 55%. Well done, gentlemen. Zephyr, did, Zephyr is good. an amazing... Oh. Zephyr is an amazing caster slash genius. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a stats head like me, I think. Oh a little bit. God. I do spend occasional... Props to Luca, by the way. Uh, for all the stats on Liquipedia and all those folks over there for for helping yes, out. Yes, shout out. I, I love shout just out. just like getting to dig through this last night because I I thought about it last week after we oh did our episodes. Zephyr, I was like, wait, this would be really. Oh fun my to god, do. I'm so sorry. Wait, this is gonna help us out on our next discussion. I think. What is that? Uh, what? Luca Luca sent me something spicy this morning. Check Let's this go! out. Let's go. We love that. Are you sending it in the the Discord? Yep, it's in the Discord. This, is, this the official, is a user page. This is the official regional, full regional layout of stats going into LAN. Ooh. So this is all the teams going to LAN and how their stats compare? I think this is literally the Whoa. statistics of every single region, not just the LANs. There is a, there is a LAN yeah. team oh, comparison okay, 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 okay. tab. Yes. There's okay. a LAN team wow. comparison tab. That's awesome. But this that is, is really, really cool. Every single team across all regions for this split. That is. Oh, cool. I didn't know they had to. Shout out to Liquipedia. We are. Uh, mm -hmm. we shout out to Luca. A lot. Shout out to Luca. I got ten out of ten. Get goaded. It, Luca, are you cheating off of your own site? <laughs> Luca, yeah. Luca's the one who like, writes honestly, the stats, I, of course. You know, totally understandable if Luca's like, I've input all these stats. I remember them. I remember them. Yeah. This. I doubt that. I think he just has Liquipedia perpetually open. Right. But yeah, check, you, check out you that give us fun the stats. I'll let, I'll let you cheat, Luca. That's fine. Uh, that's very cool. I look forward to I'm definitely going to be digging more into that uh, as we get. No, but I guarantee I've stared at it for 40 plus hours. Totally fair. Totally All right. fair. Awesome. I look forward to digging into that more as we get ready for land. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's talk about land. Not yet. Okay. Oh. Okay. We're going to talk okay. about customs, custom lobbies, folks, uh, are being given to the public. Finally, it is something that, bro, let's talk about Capra drama. We'll get We there. will touch on it we in Q&A if you guys would like. So if you have specific mm -hmm. questions about that that issue, save them for, for Q&A. We'll, we'll hit on it. Uh, but let's talk customs. We got the announcement yesterday. Uh that we are finally getting full access to custom lobbies for the public. It is something that people have been begging for for a long, long time. Uh, I want to come to you here first, Dio. How are you feeling about this? We're finally getting this released. Uh, I think it's good. I, so, I mean, I'm not as interested in it as a player. Like, I, I mean, sure, I'll, I'd love to to jump on, into we it. Gotta do it. With you both, you know, that, that yeah. that'll be fun. But I am really invested in it um, because, as I talk about a medium amount of the time, my start in casting uh, and most of ours actually was League of Legends, yep. and League of Legends has open customs, and it's done a lot for the grassroots scene in tournaments. And as somebody who, uh, Zephyr, you and I were talking about this again before the show, mm -hmm. about the caliber of competition that we get in challenger circuits and the way that it impacts Pro League, mm -hmm. I want more people to get more competitive experience on a regular basis and opening up custom lobbies to be able to have people try new things, do more scrims, run more small tournaments yep. easier 
is is only a good thing uh, for for the scene. So I'm really really excited about that just because Apex as an esport uh, is is going to take a big step forward off of just availability to create these things. I mean, I, I it's it's very simple. You you start at the foundational aspect of giving just even the the most simple and nuanced individuals the option to do this and mm-hmm. everything else explodes as a result mm-hmm. uh i i do know for a fact and it has been like perpetually kind of leaked here for the last two days that it's very likely that you're not going to like just be able to open up a custom and jump in and start swinging around the map you are going to need to form out a certain amount of people uh to have a private lobby running but even mm-hmm. with that one little hiccup in mind there is still a, a just a a ton, a, a, just a ton of potential things that are going to pop up now that this is a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I've said it many times on Twitter and Reddit. So many people are very held back and they feel kind of, you know, I don't know. They feel like the process with EA and getting the opportunity to even maybe get a chance to use a private lobby is very daunting and almost scary for some. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to contact them and ask. Right. And it has, especially with companies who are just kind of like, well, we don't really want to like go through the whole, we just want to run a tournament, see if it works. And then maybe we'll dabble in apex more. That's awesome. This is going to allow them to get like their first foray into apex, even if it's very small and then say, you know what, you know, e-fuse walks along, they host a one K under there. ESL does whatever, yada, 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 who knows? They like it and they say, fuck it, let's talk to EA. Let's get something bigger going. Yeah. And and by the way, just for people, for, for companies, I don't think they're watching, but it's also not hard to run a tournament. We, is a, we've we talked to the people at EA. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they're like, oh, you want to run a tournament? Go sure. ahead. Go, go for it. It's it's literally just, it's almost a formality. They're very, they're very nice people. You can reach out to them anyway. But the fact that now there's not that small barrier to entry is so big. And and it's just because, I mean, Zephyr, you were talking about, you know, big companies that want to try and get something going in Apex. It's uh, it's difficult for, for them to jump that even small barrier when there are other games that they that they've just they already don't been have and that they, they already know yeah it's and so i'm really excited about the the future of apex legends because it's about to become so much more accessible to uh, comp is going to become so much more accessible at every level and comp is what i care about you know? i will say yeah. and, you know and this is the like the the next part of this discussion is this breeds competition now right mm-hmm. there was the the small barrier to entry in a lot of things is you know was like just getting the opportunity to either be close enough to someone interact with someone with custom codes have the ability to already have them so many people now have the opportunity to have these custom codes and if they have the numbers the the willpower the way they're going to be able to form their own anything Right. Mm -hmm. And for all of the players in Apex over the last two to three years who have been utilizing customs and kind of having kind of dominant factors within the scene, that is no longer the case. A lot of the very base things to do in Apex has you have to take it now a step further. Now, granted, there is a those those individuals are going to have a whole wealth of experience that a whole lot of new players coming into the scene 
won't have but there's those entities that are new are going to have their own experience in very different ways that will force everyone to elevate themselves, whether you are a tournament organizer, whether you're a producer who's now dabbling in Apex and figuring out new ways that are uh, evolving the game as observing as we know it, and people who want to really look at more advanced opportunities to mess with the API and now have a more freedom to do that, and casters, right, between guys like me and Dia who... We sit here, I casted 88 games or 88 separate events in Apex last year, you know, and no one else really gets the opportunity to do that because it's very, you know, selfishly, we've pretty much absorbed everything. There is literally no way now that, it, it, you know, like you keep tabs on every little thing and every company is going to say, hey, let's grab Zephyr and Dia because there's just so many new things out there that forces guys like me and Dia to work harder and even be better granted we are the greatest but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah i i think that yeah like you said it's not just talent at in the at the player at the player level um but at every level tournament organization uh commentary and opening that up does make uh every gig from a talent perspective also a lot less well the, the, I I must I must go get this. I must yeah. go speak to the yeah, speak to, to the man this. in charge. I have to, to do secure this. this. Exactly. It, like it's it becomes a lot more. Well, there's room there's room for other people. There's room for everybody now. Um, yeah. And by giving up this thing, I am not suddenly blending into the background. Yeah, I think you guys have hit it from pretty much every front. It, it, it's a win. The less barriers, the more accessible that it is to everybody. Uh, it, everyone wins. Players, mm -hmm. orgs, teams, casters, uh, you know, tournament organizers. That uh, that open availability to the entire community is a huge win. And I really hope that we see a big push you know more players getting into competitive more people doing tournaments yes. scrims happening on a more consistent basis because of this uh because it feels there are just less and less excuses now with these being mm -hmm. uh available to everybody so I'm, I'm right there with you i'm excited i would still say it's taken a little longer than it probably should have granted uh you know given you know my experience with custom lobbies I imagine they probably weren't releasing this yet because they were looking to continue to work out some of the bugs that do happen. And I hope that huh. uh, yeah. I, I hope that the fact that custom lobbies are now being given to the the public, I hope that this is a signal that they have hopefully for the most part ironed out the kinks with custom lobbies because like we've had plenty of Series E days that just get bodied by customs not working after a new patch. Yep. And hopefully this is a sign that, hey, we feel like we've worked these things out. We're ready to give it to everybody because we feel like they aren't going to get, you know, bodied by a new patch uh, the way that they used to. And if so, wonderful. I'm very happy about that. That is, again, just another win for everybody across the board. And I look forward to seeing what everybody does with it. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was my last thought on it? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Think I had it and then <laughs> said, uh, well, I don't know. I'm just very excited. Oh, I will say there's going to be a ton of people who are like, oh, my God, I can't run customs with two people. And I, I just want to say this because I think it, it's never really stated and it isn't exactly obvious either. There is a very large difference 
between running an apex lobby and the size and magnitude that exists with some of these maps on the back end compared to i would say a lot of other games like league for example mm -hmm. league league yeah. is is literally the size of in in less than of say arenas and apex right i mean mm -hmm. it is and especially if you look at the actual technical work that goes behind it it is very very minimal league is praised for its its um optimization right mm -hmm. apex isn't that apex is i mean sad to say it it is very unoptimized and the fact that we have as little customs as we do definitely comes from the fact that it, it, it is going to be harder to manage, maintain, and run all of that at once. So when sure. the droves of people come out here, when the FAQ gets released and it says you need to have at least 30 people or 20 people to run a lobby, I'm not going to be upset mm -hmm. because I get the capacity that Apex requires. And is it the best situation? Could we see better optimization? Sure. And I hope that they take steps in the future to do that. But for right now, I think this is still like a, a, a 95, you know, 95, five split win. Right. I, I don't want to add to that, that the people who made this possible at EA didn't have to do it. They did not. I, the, there is absolute like, we know why they from, had to. From, from a bottom line perspective, <laughs> opening more custom lobbies doesn't make EA more money. It's worth Ooh. In, oh, in idea. the oh, people's back. ability to impact the esports. Oh, sorry. Am I still you're here? good. You're good. You cut, yeah, out, you cut out for that. a couple of seconds, but I think you're back. Yeah, sorry. So what, what I'm saying is that they didn't have to do this. Yeah. And e EA, their, their bottom line doesn't suddenly take a jump because now everybody can run customs. Mm -hmm. the, this is something that the people at EA and Respawn have put in the work to give to the community. And that while it may impact things later nobody's going to be suddenly buying more heirlooms because they have access to customs now and this is really an investment from ea and respawn even if it is at this small level in the longevity of apex as an esport that's really really heartening especially from people in the community who otherwise have been questioning whether that was going to happen sure right, yeah amazing for yourself meanwhile so snaves is like i'm buying all i'm buying like stuff. all the heirlooms now yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. I think that kind of covers it from the custom lobby perspective. Let's talk a little bit about playoffs. I don't know that we want to do like a full deep dive on split one playoffs here, but you know, feel free to to to, to jump in as you see fit. But all right, we're getting close uh, to playoffs. We're less than a month away from it kicking off. Right at the start of February, out in London, we also do have groups announced. Yes, we do for playoffs so uh we'll just run th i'll run th through that for the folks at home uh really fast here group a aurora x set moist interforce 36 godfire leave no witness pulverex 100 thieves vzn and game ward group b tsm northeption norcal esports dua e uh, united esports fire beavers alliance flora esports oxygen esports uh, Space Station Gaming and FC Destroy. Group C is Fnatic, Ascend, The Guard, Kick, Boogie Borders, 
ExoClan, NRG, Pioneers, uh, Gunbare Otoson, and GHS Professional. And then Group D is Iron Blood Gaming, Team Singularity, Vexed Gaming, Crazy Raccoon, ESA, Luminosity, Invictus, Fun123, Element 6, and Dark Zero. That is where we stand going into groups uh, for the Split 1 playoffs. Gentlemen, just first blush thought looking at groups getting ready for playoffs where you where do you guys kind of stand dia go ahead i want to propose a group activity okay a group as in the three of us group activity yes okay yes i wanted to do top three from each group but now i realize that it could be really fun if we all just pick one team from each group and that's how we make our top three how's the sound you want to do that right now I mean, yeah, like right. in general. All right, could, let's do it. do it. I'm game. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write Start these down. Okay. Uh, playoff. If any of you say any EMEA teams, fuck you. That's my job. Well, I don't. Okay, okay. I don't think we have to each pick a different team. Come on. No, you don't. Maybe uh, I guess. I, I mean, I mean, you, you you don't have to, but you do want to round out the top three. You know what I'm saying, guys? So. I can't wait to pick Aurora, TSM, uh, Fnatic, <laughs> and Iron Blood Gaming. Absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, Zephyr. What do, do you do? You want to start us off in Group A? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> so what is what is way. what is the rule though? Like. Is this the, is, is, is this the team that I think is pick, like finishing maybe like the your top of their group to get out of the group into like yeah, a win- sure. it, I imagine it's into to winners bracket right because it'll go yeah it's be like finals I would say gets into finals is the big thing here yeah sure a te- uh, pick pick a team from each group that you think will make finals yeah, that's here. great well uh, then I have to say. I have to say Aurora. I have to. Okay, and and okay. just for formality's sake, defend your pick. Okay. I want to defend this by actually bringing up Xset, funny enough. Okay. So, obviously, the clear competitor here in this group is coming right out of North America, Xset. And, and by proxy, we look at some of these other regions. You have Moist not far behind from APAC South. Mm-hmm. All three uh, phenomenal. And I would actually, in order, I want to make this clear... I would put it Aurora, Moist, and then Xset in that order. Um, I think Aurora is heavily downplayed in the results that they do provide. They have shown uh, a a history of competitive success between Ranches, Maliwan, and Cleave every single time. And they are one of, if not the best teams in EMEA, even if it is not like, I mean, force front face value. The reason why I put Xset in North America as low as I do is completely based off of champs this last summer mm-hmm. and 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 how how impactful seeing the flubbery was during that time period. Okay. I still think they make winners. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I still I would be freaking shocked between them, right? Okay. Like I think my I think my top five would just be Aurora, Xset, Moist, Pulverex, and a hundred thieves. I think that's like my top five making okay. it out of that group to go to finals. Um, okay. I would be shocked if they didn't make it out, but I have to be timid. I have to be timid on them because when they were expected to perform, they really didn't. Okay. Like really didn't. Do you want to go next, Dia? 
I want to go to war with Zephyr. Um, oh, shit. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to predict something and I want to hear what you think about it, Zephyr, and then we'll see who's right. Okay. I think that Aurora is going to do better than everyone else in this group in groups. I think in finals, they will still perform worse than X set. I think that is a different thing than I, what I was asked to provide. That is correct. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you, you, yeah uh, well, what I asked you to provide, you also provided a different thing to him anyway, so... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fuck you too, you fucking, what, fat meatball? <laughs> fat fuck meatball? Um... I anyway. agree with you. All right. I, 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 I'm think, gonna... I think Aurora will be more dominant in Group A than X-Set and anyone else uh -huh. here. But when, I, yeah. when it comes to finals, I don't think Aurora is going to walk any further than what X-Set are capable of or Pulverex or even Moist. Okay, okay. Who's your so pick? You said, Who's so your so pick, Dia? Is your pick X-Set? Uh, I'm going to pick Moist just because I want to. I, okay, think that, okay. I think that they've... I think they've got oh, a really good got roster. It. I did a little bit of work in Apex South last year. Okay. So I'm familiar with the players. I think Moist, especially based on the way they performed this split, are gonna surprise a lot of people because I everybody last year we went into we went into champs and they were like Dark Zero. Dark Zero, except for what's Dark <laughs> yeah. Zero. What was their name at the time? Uh, well, they were Dark Zero by no, that point, Dark but before that, it was Reignite. Oh, that's right, that's right. Reignite in um, Sweden. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was like Dark Zero, Dark Zero, Dark Zero. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people on Moist just flew under the radar because of this focus, and then it was like Burger also. Uh, but they are but Moist, is, Moist is really good, so I'm, I'm excited for them. All right. Yeah. And Yeso? Yeso. Exit. I have right, been, yeah, I have, I have been off of there. You know the exit slash, you know Team Liquid train uh, for too long. And granted, mm -hmm. I could be putting my eggs in the exit basket at the worst time. Right, Zephyr making a good point talking about how like there were high expectations of them at champs last year. They didn't Hot really perform at me already. That, I can that, tell <laughs> to that level. <laughs> totally understandable, but too long. I have doubted this team. And it's not like I was like, oh, they're going to be terrible. But I was just like, ah, I'm still picking, like, these squads over them. No more. I think Aurora is going to be great. I think they make finals. Mm -hmm. Voice, I think it's going to be great, is going to make finals. And uh, uh, <laughs> you changed this, Lennox. You're right. Uh, like, M Moist is probably the team that I look at that probably does the best come finals. If I'm looking mm -hmm. at the team that I'm thinking will do the best at that stage of the tournament, it's them. But I'm taking exit here. I got to do it. I got to do it. I'm sorry, Lennox. Uh, I, I, I let you down. So what is our okay. final picks between changed. the three of us? What exit is for so me, our... Moist for Dia, Aurora for you. Zephyr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and Group B. Yeah, that, that's good. Group B. All right, uh, Yeso, you go first this time. All right, all right. This time, uh, it's it's TSM. You don't have to. It's okay. TSM. <laughs> it's TSM. Look, I I think I I really am excited about Fire Beavers and Alliance at this tournament, uh, as well as Oxygen. I really want to see Oxygen do like make some big moves and get some shit done on land. Super hyped mm -hmm. to see them on land. I think that's going to be cool. Also, Space Station. I was definitely not really looking at that team whatsoever going into the split. Zephyr really was the only one of the three of us. It was like, no, watch this team. They're really fucking good. And they, you know, were pretty fucking consistent and a really solid North American team to split. And I think this is a group that they can make some moves in. 
but mm-hmm. it's just like it's TSM. They were the best team in North America. They were fragging like crazy. This split really seems like Hal has them, you know, working like a well oiled machine Dra- uh, raven has been really fucking good for this team yeah crack of the whip uh it's just it's it's gotta be tsm for me uh here the, this is a disgusting group mm-hmm. i i agree i i would not want i would not want to be in this group but given that mm-hmm. zephyr who's your pick tsm yeah what, what if you had to pick a different team nope not even not even not even wants zephyr i want different because i wants to pick tsm too (laughs) i want i want everyone to know how good tsm are right now they're so good by proxy i have to pay my respects towards north eption cannot Mm -hmm. cannot write them out and alongside that i'm not actually going to walk away into the realm of fire beavers i don't know where fire beavers are at right now sure they have my respect but if I had to come into the EMEA region, I'm closer to looking at Alliance than I am Fire Beavers. I, I okay. still think TSM are on a completely different tier. I, I mean, literally, everyone's going to be like, oh, what a fucking fat boy, you fat fucking ball. You just want to use Shut up. They are literally, I think right now, the, the best, best team, in the team in the world. Mm-hmm. And they have displayed that over this entire split and, and going into playoffs, it would be fucking stupid if I did not. And then uh, behind them, I think North Eption and Alliance, literally the same concept there, uh, both with the history. They're not at the TSM level, but they're definitely at the competitive with everyone else going to playoffs right now. Uh, they're going to be right there. Okay. Okay. I'm going North Eption. Okay. Because... okay. You're- because we have to round out the top three somehow uh <laughs> and uh and, and i yeah i, I think <laughs> they're i think they're ridiculously good um i don't know how their play styles will interact with north america and emea um and north america specifically like in this group i do think that if north Eption come out second in this group um they are going to place like top five overall um yeah. They, this is very, very, very difficult group to get through in a different way, um, but I, I like it quite a bit. I also don't know. Uh, I mean, Zephyr wanted to pick TSM, so I guess I'll hand it to you again for our third team. Yay! So I'm kind of stuck between uh, Oxygen Alliance, Fiver, Fire Beavers, Flora. Oh, I guess we, we, we have, to, nah, we have to put a third team in here. You're, you're yeah, we have to put a third team in. Um, if Alliance. I have to put a third team, yeah, it, it's it's probably Alliance. Okay, okay, that's I fair. Think, so I think our, their their land history is enough to give me. Well, actually, Alliance and Fire Beavers have the same like. Actually, no, Fire Beavers is technically better land experience mm-hmm. background. Oiran, G- no, wait, oh my god! All right, Alliance, <laughs> Alliance, Alliance, Alliance. It's okay, Alliance. Yeah. so TSM. North Eption and Alliance are our top three out of Group B. Granted, this is this is a, an incredibly deep group, and granted, you can make that argument about a lot of them, but like TSM, North Eption, Fire Beavers, Alliance, Oxygen, Space Station, like that's a lot of We're really fucking good teams. Dua. And not even getting Dua's it in good. Dua, Dua, yeah, Dua's exactly. Really good. Like, and, and let's yeah. be clear, any team at this tournament is a good team. You, yes. you didn't get yes, to this tournament if you're not a good team. 
So, but like these, this unless is you're NRG game. because NRG should never be top five. But like this is a really, this is a really deep group, and this might be one of the most compelling groups of the four at uh-huh. champs. Uh, but I think Alliance is a really that's a really good pick there, and I think you can make a really good argument for Fire Beavers as well. They're coming in mm-hmm. like Fire Beavers is peaking at the. This is the argument that I made about them last week: is Fire Beavers is peaking at the right time. They're playing their best Apex Legends when it matters most, and if they can carry that momentum into LAN, that team's fucking scary. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I I'm always tentative though, because at least with the problems that we saw of Oiren last time, who knows. Um, sure. And by problems, I mean Visa. So yeah. it's always like a big question. I want to make it clear, <laughs> though, for anyone who comes back and listens to this, that Dua is literally my my fourth outside of okay. TSM, North Epson, and Alliance. Okay. Matt Stanky, That's I hope fair. Oxygen surprises everyone. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. I, I am rooting for Oxygen big time. I, I love that team. I've gotten to hang out with them on land twice. They are really good dudes, really talented players, enemies sick as fuck uh i'm definitely rooting for oxygen i I think it's fair to say that we would all have them as a dark horse yeah yeah yes yeah okay okay good 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 um group c group Group c C. let's make dia go first this time i yeah is is it just so i can pick my favorite team because i'm gonna pick my favorite team Uh, (laughs) all right i'm taking the guard um (laughs) okay because because i'm guard like and I love the guard, but with Fnatic and Ascend in this group, as well as like a lot of other really good teams, that's okay. I I, I mean I I think that the guard has a good matchup into Fnatic playstyle wise, um, and so like th- those two teams, if they are to clash, and I don't think they will very often, the guard should come out on top, um, in like I don't know an, an, an isolated fight. Uh, Ascend is going to be very scary. And energy also very scary pioneers, um, but I think that the really really nice thing, the kicker for the guard here, is that their playstyle does not revolve around having to fight people. Like that, they are going to be in zone. They are already Infinitics going to be does. at an advantage. <laughs> Sorry, Infinitics does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I, I would even I would even go so far as to say that Ascends does because. Uh, no, uh, because I, 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 I would, I would go so far as to say that Ascend does because the Guard and Ascend play zone in very different ways, um, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they're they play do it well. very differently. Ascend just plays it better. Fork, I mean, I, you are rolling right fork now. Fork clarity, fork, fork clarity. Uh, in this, uh-huh. like a singular stat does not necessarily define this argument one way or the other. Sure. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ascend of the teams going to land has the sixth highest percentage of their points coming from placement. Ascend. That does not like in and of itself like it destroy the argument, but like Ascend mm-hmm. is a team that is heavier on the placement side by a a, a, a solid margin. This 55. is this is Zephyr swooping in to say my pick is Ascend. Go for it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I think. I think. The difference between the Ascend we see right now and the one that was at last champs is a big enough difference, and especially how the meta has evolved around as well, 
that to 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 make the same comparison like I just did a second earlier with Xset is like completely outlandish. They play the game differently. Lufka is a fucking monster, and the fact that he's going to get the opportunity, much like Capra, right, to kind of strut their stuff on the the big stage here at playoffs. Uh, I, I think. I think it would be dumb, dumb not to put a send on top of everything here. And Kashera and Postkill have the experience tenfold to to not only point themselves in the right direction, but to fucking threaten every single other region with Lafka. And I and, and I want to clarify here that when I say the guard is making it out, I don't mean that the guard is making it out and ascend are not. Yeah, no, 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 but they're better. A top but grade. ascend's yeah. better. <laughs> You're so wrong. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, you you unfortunately are left with an unenviable decision, Yeso, because there are a lot of good teams left Picked, here. Pick fanatic. Pick fanatic. Pick fanatic. They are they are of the teams going to land. They have the highest kills per game at just over five and a half. They had the second most game wins of any team going to land, uh, with eight behind the uh, nine of Ascend. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like before going into international events last year, I was not as high as I should have been on APAC North or South. Uh, mm -hmm. But especially like, and, and we've talked about like the Japanese teams and fan bases in like a number of different contexts, Japan and Apex Legends is a fucking phenomenon. And I am mm -hmm. really <laughs> looking for these teams to make a statement on LAN. And I think Fnatic has an opportunity to do it. Again, as we've already stated, right? These groups are deep. These groups are stacked, right? There's like, we've, we haven't even really talked about them, but like fucking Energy's KCPs in this group. NRGs in this group. KCP are in this group. Right? Like this is, a, this is another disgusting and deep group. There's not mm -hmm. an easy group at all at this land, but for me, it's just I, I'm I'm taking Fnatic here, and I I really want to see them pop off, uh, and I'm definitely gonna have my eyes on them. So I'm, I'm taking Fnatic. Okay. I don't okay. even feel I like, like I was in a tough position because I I think <laughs> I think you can't I think you can't miss picking any of those three teams. I think. With all due respect, I think the guard is the hardest to defend, which like sounds crazy because we've sung their praises a bunch today. We've sung their praises mm -hmm. all but long. But when you look at like the the experience and the talent level on, on some of these other teams, you look at the guard and you're like, damn, is this the team that's the odd man out? But I love that you went for it. Uh, mm -hmm. And I hope they make things happen. I want Rambo to be like, yep, I am the international play god. Is my is my fa my fanboy blinders on? I'm ready. The guard, they're winning it all. I'm ready. I Group D. It. I love it. I'm Group here for D. it. Uh, let's just make Zephyr go first, cause you know, fuck him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Vexed will make it out of the group. They will make it to finals, but and they'll kick ass. But Crazy Raccoon tops this one. Okay. I I personally think Iron Blood Gaming is like right there for me, right there for me. Well, and it's almost stupid, but I look at the history behind Crazy Raccoon, Parka and Raz, and then I I make the comparison of the region that they are in and the competition that they've had to have gone up against here to get to this point, mm -hmm. and that's currently 
where I'm at. I'm going to leave someone picking Iron Blood Gaming for themselves if they want to get that chicken sandwich love in there. Okay. But I say Crazy Reckon. Okay. I don't I I don't think Vexed bring up enough consistency in terms of a group play style that will put them above the rest. I think they have really good one-off games and those mm-hmm. one-off games are so explosive it makes everyone shit themselves and that's okay. why they're where they're at. And then Singularity, I think, is simply outclassed in terms of being at the disadvantage of being from South America that I can't respectably put them on top, even though they, yes, are very, very good. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it becomes a question of North versus South in the APAC regions, and I'm leaning towards Crazy Record. I'm, okay. you, I mean, I think IBG is very fucking good. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll raccoon it up here. Dia. Hey, I I don't like I don't like going second here. I don't like going second because Dark Zero's in this group. <laughs> oh, oh, but, but it's not match point. It's not it's not match point. It's not match point. Yeah. It's, it's not match point. Strong. Don't pick Dark Zero. Uh, Finals. We yeah. all pick Dark Zero immediately. I I, uh, I, no. I just and, and I'm like well that's the thing like I I. I wouldn't I would. even do that right now. Like, if I if Dark Zero didn't have history, I wouldn't predict them. Honestly, I, honestly, I don't think Dark Zero makes finals. I, I, I'd be very I just, surprised if I, they do. I, just, I don't think Dark just, Zero makes finals at this event. Guys, I just don't know. It's so it's so difficult. We always because then, then I, like even if Dark Zero is not in this group, you have to pick between. Luminosity Gaming, Esports Arena, Invictus Gaming, like you said, Iron Flood Gaming, Element Six really are in good. there. Vexed, like it's just so stressful. Yeah. And and I'm gonna have to make a decision. And I think right now my decision is in between Esports Arena and Luminosity Gaming. Ooh, um, okay. And I think that I'm going to go with Luminosity. I think I'm gonna go with Luminosity. Okay. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that they will do decently in a similar way that the guard should have. They've they've got a little bit more flexibility, um, and I think they rely a little bit less on winning fights than esports arena. And okay. again, in a lobby with Crazy Raccoon, and Vexed. I think that not relying on winning fights to get in a good position is going to be a boon for them. I, I want to add this because Matt Stanky brings it up and it is so true. And it's not even mm. not, it's not even ironic. We are going to Vex region. <laughs> not mm. like not like EMEA. We're turf Tyler Town for this event. True. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking rough nuts here. Mm-hmm. I want to make it clear also that I go Crazy Raccoon IBG into Luminosity then Vexed for my like top okay why, why are, so sorry I, I i do want to hear your pick here so why are you so high on ibg because i think they're good they're but really good. i i think objectively speaking if you look at how they play compared to the region as a whole in apac south right now mm-hmm. fire and while they don't have the background experience i would say i still think i still think they're a hot commodity just as much as i thought tsm is as dominant as they are in North America, right? You think IBG is comparable to TSM? 
No, I'm saying their dominance within their region their and, and yeah, their right. regional gap that they have formed is, is it closer when I start looking at like moist? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's not as much of a gap IBG, but it would be, it would be dumb, dumb of me not to say that IBG has not had like the remarkable season that they have had. Okay. Okay. Sure. So I'm in the fun spot of like having to pick IBG. And I'm yeah, also not, I'm also not gonna pick IBG here, but yeah, with, the, no! with, the, with the caveat that like I think IBG is gonna make finals. I've heard a lot of great sure. things. I'm totally agreeing with basically everything right Zephyr has to say there about IBG. But fuck it, I want to get spicy. Uh, Whoa, that's a cool follow. We're going, we're going Invictus, baby. Because guess who else wow. is coming to their home turf? Noises oh yeah. Maybe. And yeah. Invictus, one of the one of the best teams in North America or EMEA at finishing games. This is a team that, like, when they get into that top ten, top mm. five, they are really fucking good at finishing and winning games. And they are coming to their home turf. I'm taking the one off the board. I love that you were considering ESA, Dia. Mm -hmm. Because I really want them to perform. My only question mark about ESA, and we might talk about it a little bit here, is I feel like ESA's entire tournament is going to go the way that Capra goes. If Capra, if they start the tournament well and Capra is comfortable in playing well, I think they'll have a good tournament. If Capra doesn't start strong and his mental goes boom, I think this team falls apart. You know, I, I think it's funny you know. that you say that because I view Capra and Luda in very similar ways where they are they are good at the game. They're going to click their buttons and they're going to do good. And I never question, like when I go into a tournament, I never go, is Capra going to have a good day or is Luda going to have a good day? Um, when I look at Esports Arena, I think it's really dependent on where Phony's at and, and how, how confident uh, Phony is because Capra and Luda... Are both very directable, and I think that they've got a lot of a lot of talent that doesn't really go places. I haven't seen them have huge yeah. off days, and so I think it's yeah. <laughs> the hard part for me is this is Capra. This is a young kid on land. Mm. Same in thing the, with Lafka. in the EU, right? This is like I I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's a very different conversation when you're going on land as a young kid out of your mm -hmm. country you're going to be dealing with the time zone adjustments playing against talent that you don't see very often like it's a different conversation just... for an international land yeah. and i think that the team will go the way capra goes and this is not me saying like i think he's going to show up and shit his pants but i think that is the question mark for me and I, I want to root for ESA. Fuck i work for the company right i'm wearing mm -hmm. the goddamn hat my chair has like I don't know if I can say yeah. that. It says eSports Arena, like, right there. Like, I would love for them to perform, but I'm going IG here. I'm going IG. I, I'm on the fucking hype train. I have a technical question. Go for it. How old is Capra? 16, I think. Does I does think. that mean that his... Uh, well, because if you if you bring a, a kid onto, onto the know. set of a movie, their parents have to be there, right? I don't know, dude. <laughs> and we are broadcasting no an event. Course. I have no idea what the requirements are for children. I'm, I'm just wondering if, like, in the booth, it's going to be phony, 
Luda, Capra, Capra Dad. Kim, Kim she doesn't get to be in the background. It's Capra's dad has to coach. <laughs> Thanks for the follow, Esports Arena. Thanks for following the hot zone. <laughs> Enjoy this conversation yeah. and more about your I team. Uh, I do have to go soon, so I am going to have to push this to uh All right. go, go, go. Q&A, Q&A here at the Q&A. end. So people, feel free to drop your, your questions. We got drop about, your Q&As. Got about uh, 10 to 15 minutes here. Stanky asked if we picked the hardest group. Did we explicitly Day. pick the hardest group? Day. Day. Uh, Day. Day. How are we defining hardest Day. group? I, Day. I don't know. Zephyr Day. says D, what do you say? <laughs> I'm wondering how we're defining, like, what, why is it the hardest group for you, Zephyr? Is it because it has, like, you know, because three it has, really fucking good teams that are being hard to has, beat, or it has it the has most the, talent? Is the best teams, I think, across the 10 that are currently competing and those who are competing to make their way out of this group and into the further winner's brackets by proxy finals is going to be very difficult. I I characterize it by the fact that these 10 teams, no matter what, are always going to be in the same lobby together, and that is going to be difficult. The fact that they Mm -hmm. always will be matched up against each other. I think D is fucking nasty. From all the regions, every you have the best South American team. You have the best APAC South team. A, a, a fantastic Northern squad between, and then IG and Vex coming through from EMEA and Esports Rain Luminosity from NA. It, it is it is bloodly. It is it is deadly. It is there. It is going to be a, a shit show of who actually makes it out of Group D in the end because it's going to be hard. Okay. Where are you at? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, Go ahead. I'm gonna. Yeah. I I think that for for a different reason because everyone is going into groups anyway. It's just who goes into winners and who goes into losers. Mm-hmm. I think that Group C is going to be the biggest grind for the for these teams. Um, Fnatic Ascent, Guard, NRG, Pioneers. Um, I I do feel bad for other people that are in this group. Um, but in terms of just the competition in between those five, combined with the fact that they're going to be playing against other teams anyway, we're not just going to throw ten teams in the lobby. I I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to have Group C in my in my game. Okay, <clears throat> I feel like there isn't. I don't know. We said it earlier. All these t- all these groups are deep. They're mm-hmm. all really talented. Every all the best in the world. This event is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with B. And it's kind of the team we the, the the group we were digging into earlier, right? TSM and North Eption, disgusting. Zephyr was talking about how good Dua is. Fire Beavers and Alliance here. Oxygen and Space Station, really good. Um, I think that D is like maybe on paper the the easiest pick for that. And I think the point in in chat, uh, Matt Stanky making Dark Zero and E Six as the quote unquote weakest, you know, as the weakest teams in this group is it makes it really hard. <laughs> Totally with you there, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with B here. I think just like the high end of that group of like TSM North Eption Alliance backed mm-hmm. up by Dua Fire Beavers Oxygen Space Station Space Station. That's a fucking rough group at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think you can necessarily go wrong picking any of these groups. Uh, any other questions? Hit us with them right now, folks. Literally now. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah. So we'll disengage. <laughs> fucking hitting the eject button Pull the ripcord yeah. yeah what do you guys <sighs> think about gabra today uh 
so yeah to an extent raven like the tweet from braven kind of makes a good point where it's just like ah, oh, he's a kid should we really be putting him on blast like sure at the same time you ha- he's got to learn at some point that playing as a a, a professional in esports you have uh, you know you're a public figure to an extent uh and while you yes you're young you're immature i get it uh you you've got to learn at some point that saying certain things is unacceptable right dropping the r word not okay not okay and uh and you should also know because if you've been around the apex community long enough those DMs are always going to get out, guys. They are always coming out. Someone's going to get a screenshot of them. They're going to get out there. Uh, you know, you should definitely not say the shit just because it's not okay and it's bad. But in the self-preservation, uh, you know, argument, don't say those kinds of things because uh, you're going to get put on blast. Um, so uh, ultimately, I think Capra rightfully deserves to be criticized. And sure, it's going to suck for him that it's going to happen publicly on Twitter. But I'm definitely not as soft on this because it's just like, dude, you got to learn at some point. And like, you should know, like I knew at 16 years old that saying that word was unacceptable. And that was 12 years ago when it was more acceptable to say than it is today. Fat fuck Mm -hmm. meatball? Yeah, that's the part that I'm talking about. So like, Mm -hmm. so ultimately, like what he said is unacceptable. He needs to learn. And you have accepted being a public figure to an extent, being a professional Apex Legends player. Don't say that kind of shit. It's not okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I agree. He, he's, no, I don't think anybody's going to look at it and go, you shouldn't have said that. Um, but yeah, and nobody's definitely uh, defending what he said. Yeah, but I huh. also don't think that Twitter's the place to do it because he is a child, um, and like like ju- just on paper you're a teen messaging somebody who you know, and uh, and you say something that you shouldn't have said. And I think he I think your peers should talk about it. You know, like like that's the general punishment system that we have is that you and your high school friends, if you say something that they don't like. They'll talk amongst themselves. You'll become ostracized for a little while. You'll have to talk to them. But just throwing out a private conversation into Twitter involves more than just your peers. It involves sponsors. It involves companies. It involves people who don't know you but who will threaten your life anyway. And I don't think any any teen should have any part in that. So, I mean, bad move from Capra, obviously. But... Uh, I, th- I think Raven's take is the take. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be online. No. I'm glad that Phony was like, yeah, this ain't right. Kid's doing his best though. Let's, mm. Yeah. Let's. I mean, he'll live. He'll learn. He'll grow. This is yeah. my teammate. Mm-hmm. We we've been working on it, and like, yeah. And and I agree with Phony because Phony's take is essentially like, yep, it's unacceptable, but like don't dogpile this kid. And I'm, I'm for that yeah. too. Like, I'm not going to go out and, and blast him. I think it's very straightforward. Like it's unacceptable. You need to not talk about that. You need to be better and, and move on. And anybody who else else has the same take right there with you. Uh, and I think that 
that's where we go. And I, I hope, mm -hmm. I hope because I think he should, I think Capra should come out and apologize for the language and, and oh, that's personally it. say like, hey, yep, it was unacceptable. I'm working on it. I appreciate the support from my teammates and I understand uh, why people uh, find it unacceptable and I'm going to try to be better and then just and try to be better. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say on this. Do we have other questions? Let's see. Any last questions? Uh, Any last questions? Last questions. Follow me uh, on Twitter and stuffs. Uh, Dia I well. have. I have. I have a Discord. Follow Dia. Follow Yeso. Follow for more episodes of the Hot Zone. I'm Should putting Phony a Discord link. Luda? Why would Phony drop Luda? Why would no, Phony no, 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 no. drop? It's, it's all we have to say on it. It's all we have to say on it. <laughs> if that if that's a should Phony drop Luda because theoretically Luda's the one that would have had to have leaked the the screenshot. Uh, no. Who's casting oversight tomorrow? It's Me. You, you <laughs> and, and Tiff. Tiffany. Nice. Mm -hmm. Come check it out. Yeah. yeah. Go check that out. Who's casting wanna... finals? No clue right now, honestly. <laughs> Uh, did you guys have a Did you guys have a happy New Year? Zephyr, go first. Uh, yeah, it was good. I yes, got a new I, credit I, card. I, I had a good New Year. I had a good New Year. <laughs> it was enjoyable. It is a new, and it is a year. And I'm doing <laughs> yoga this year, and I'm nice. posting on Instagram more. I'm posting on Instagram more. Follow me on Instagram. I I'm not going to tell you how to do that, but do it. Join my <laughs> Discord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's all. Thank also, you. Thank you both for having me on. Yeah. Watch out. Pleasure. Watch uh, Twitter. Watch out on Twitter in these upcoming days from Zephyr. Mm -hmm. We're about to drop a fat fucking stinker. So mm -hmm. enjoy. Is Zephyr mixtape finally here. Dude, mm -hmm. it is gonna rip ass. <laughs> that I was gonna say that's not a good thing. Zephyr's over here like, watch out, guys. I'm going to shit my pants publicly on the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to smell it for days. Just you wait. Uh, all right. Looks like we don't have any more questions. So uh, thank you, everybody, for coming to hang out and hope you enjoyed the show here today. Always a blast for us to put it on for you. Uh, as Zephyr already mentioned, follow him. Follow Dia. Dia, thank you uh, again for coming on the show. Always appreciate your your insight and your point of view, and we look forward to doing it again very very soon. Uh, so make sure to follow uh, Dia on Twitter and and Instagram. What's your what's your Instagram? Are you at esports underscore Dia? I'm, I'm yeah. gonna type it in the chat. Do I'm it. thinking about. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's me. That's me on Instagram. Okay. So it is H A L E R A F A. Wait. That was a that was an interesting R. Uh, so yeah, follow Dia on on socials. Follow Zephyr. Follow me. Uh, Join my Discord. Yep. If you missed the episode live, you can see us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well as over on YouTube. All those links will be up uh, on my Twitter. Or if you can go check out the Competitive Apex subreddit, they always post the links for the shows. And big thank you to them as well as our friends at Liquipedia for continuing to do uh, great things and support the show. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, happy New Year. Have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week. And we will see you on the next one.